Well, lads, how are we? What's the crack? I hope you're well. Hope as well. I tell you what, it's freezing. It's still freezing. Thank God that January is over because I seemed to go on for about seven weeks. Don't know about you, but I felt like January 74th. Um, look, today I want to give you the best diet advice in the world. In the fucking world. Um, and why is it the best advice? Well, look. Uh, it's my best advice I can give you based off the people I've seen and based off the people who are courageous enough to tell the truth because people lie and if you're a personal trainer nutritionist and like that you know clients lie through their teeth they absolutely lie a couple of reasons why they lie but let's not get into them um, for you yourself you should ask yourself the question you know do you eat colourful vegetables? If the answer is yes, great, good, better. Next thing is like, I need to drink more water. Like, more than you're currently drinking. Unless you're a person who says, well, oh, I'm actually, I guzzle down the water. I have three liters a day. Great, fair play, brilliant. But assuming you're not, because most people are not, and bearing in mind that water is irreplaceable, the number one thing dropping physical performance will be water okay a couple of days of water and you're dead but we can last weeks without food so water is vital to your survival and to optimal function of your body however right? most people frankly don't give a bollocks about that they want the results they think they want they want to look at the guy in the magazine right so rest assured though rest assured if you're not I don't know 16 stone you're probably doing alright you see we kind of have to it's shocking because we have to kind of make allowances for how overweight we are because if we don't we're seen as tyrants and we're also seen as you're some sort of drill sergeant you're setting this unrealistic standard right look man and girl for me to say tell you look I need you to have your waistline under control I need that under control. And that's not unreasonable. I'm not talking about shredded abs. I'm talking about, I don't want to see a big beer belly. Now, can you have a bit of a belly and be healthy? Of course, relative. But can we just kind of merge fitness and health together for a second? Because being fit and being strong really well, there's a lot of strong people who aren't healthy. A lot of healthy people who aren't strong. So they're very different things. Being strong is like, it's accessible based off anything. I can say, can you do 40 push-ups? Yeah, dude, you're strong in the upper body. So being healthy, however, being healthy means the blood's come back okay, the you know, cholesterol's not through the roof, the blood pressure's under control, you're healthy, you're sleeping well. You know, things are, you're approaching each day with like, ah, uh, you know, I might get some shit thrown my way, but I feel good about it. It's healthy, a bit of mental health in there, and normal, obviously, optimal physical health. So, the two things I'll ask someone is, do you drink much water, and how are you sleeping? Now, you've probably heard this before, you probably have, probably don't care, well, then switch off, and fuck off, and follow someone else, because this isn't going to change. you you got to get some sleep in, I don't care, like, unless you've got, like, like you know, I've got a guy in the gym Brian Brian's great Brian like I mentioned Brian before on the podcast Brian 
hates training for the most part. Brian's like, oh, everything sucks. And he's got a bunch of kids at home, and they'd be sick, and they'd be born all night. He didn't sleep the best, but Brian doesn't miss sessions. Like, Brian's cancelled one session, it was a genuine, the wife was sick, there was no look after the kids. Like, you know, you know Brian's one of these guys that he just gets on with it. So, you know, you have children, okay. That's not their fault. So, you know, expect this. Expect the fact that every night is not going to be perfect because you have a child. Doesn't matter what age they are. Expect that. Because if your expectations are, I should be getting eight hours sleep a night, and you've got a child from whatever age, you're fooling yourself. You really are fooling yourself. There's no such thing as a perfect night's sleep to begin with. Bring children to it. It's a very different thing. So, can we get to bed at a good time and turn off all the devices and go sleep? Now, I don't want this to be very kind of preacherist, but preacherist, but this is and these are the things that real clients, real people are having real problems with. And these are the things we are doing to fix them and get them really good results. You know, if you're sleep deprived, energy's terrible. You're sleep deprived, you normally will crave things to keep you going caffeine for one, sugar for the second one and yada yada and maybe just some feel good food because you feel crap with a comfort food to get you through your god awful privileged day so back to the best diet device in the world look you have canines in your mouth okay we evolved them for a reason now if you want to take a vegetarian approach on there and get your, your, your protein from vegetables that's cool you know hats off to you um, I've done a vegetarian diet for about six months. Found it. Um, I found my definitely found my digestive system seemed to be working very, we'll say, abrupt. Okay, and I did find it hard to get full. I admit, I did find I was surprised how much carbohydrates I was consuming. Really surprised, particularly bringing in beans and lentils. Um, it was very easy to overdo carbohydrates. Um, and I found myself wanting a bit more. However, you know, once you're under calories or, or, or on point of calories, things are good. It was a good challenge. But on the vegan diet, absolutely 100% hated it. Um, I just, you know, I, I stuck to it. Like, I'm very kind of extreme like that. I will do things diligently and I'll, I'll go to the higher end straight away to find out what it's like probably a bit of a downfall sometimes as well but however you know i stuck to it cut out dairy cut out cheese you know which is literally i'm having vegetables like literally vegetables and fruit and that was it some nuts and i I went even go a step further i wouldn't have any kind of packaged stuff at all i was going like pure raw now lost a crap load of weight because i found it very very hard to stay full here now very similar to the vegetarian based diet but the vegetarian one i was leaving in eggs one of them fake veggies, you know, but the vegan one I took eggs out. Um so anyway. Anyways. Um you now some people might have say inflammation in their bodies of the gut and might have digestive problems and genuine health reasons why they would visit a dietitian, a registered dietitian. Okay, and they get a full on analysis, maybe a hormonal profile. Um, blood glucose levels checked that's different the average person will not pay for that and doesn't care um, 
However, my experience with people, once they do what we say, amazing things happen. The problem is they put up this emotional fight based off their old belief systems and the childlike tantrums coming out inside them because they have to, it's like when someone says clean your room and you're thinking, I don't want to clean my room. It's, it's like that. Now, here's an example. Client walks up to me and says, so, a chickpea curry, is that bad? I look her straight in the eye and I say, do you honestly think a chickpea curry is your problem? She laughs, smirks, but that smirk, that kind of mischievous childlike smirk, she's like, ah, nearly had you. So, this happens a hell of a lot. Now, on the flip side, you know, if you have, let's say you're the type of person who handles bread well, I can't believe I actually have to say that in a sentence, but you've no hang-ups about bread, you've no digestive problems, you don't break, break out in hives, you, all this bread's okay, right? sourdough we'll call it. So, there's still nothing wrong with a sandwich. You know what I mean? You know, there's really not. You know, when I'm coaching, say, a 13-year-old soccer player, and I'm trying to get him to get more independent and come away from his parents a bit more and feeding themselves, I gotta, like, you know, play my audience. I gotta find out who I'm working with here. What's this guy's level of culinary skills like? Can he make a boiled egg sandwich with, like, lettuce and tomato and cheese in it? Can he get some nutrients into it? That's all I really care about. You know, is it gonna, can we factor in some fibrous carbohydrates in there? You know, these things matter. And sandwiches as well, like, obviously, guys, you gotta you got think about things logically. If you take a slice of billy roll from a deli, or a slice of that easy single cheese and put it between two pieces of bread, it's not nutritious. Like, it's not. Like, that cheese is two shades away from plastic anyway. So, if you were to take a sandwich, and let's say you had a good, nice kind of bread, now it'd be hard to get the kids to eat the different breads because you start them on a bread that's very, very high in sugar and salt from a very young age. That's all they know. And it gets even sweeter when you toast it. Once you've got, like, say, the bread situation sorted, if you can get, like, you know, make this worth eating. So, like, if I'm getting people to have sandwiches, I'm like, listen, like, can get some roast beef on there? Can we get some chicken on there? Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a vegetarian salad. You know, can we get like a lot of stuff on and make it a, a, a substantial serving of food? That's all we're looking for. We're looking for nutrients. We're looking for for you to feel full and for you to go, ah, oh, I can actually make myself a decent sandwich. Sometimes the swap for me with people is being like, okay, the ham and cheese sandwich has to go, but we're gonna bring in this whole grain turkey bagel with cheese and tomatoes and, and lettuce and pickles and beetroot, whatever else you want, this big, big ass, big bagel. And they're like, God, I, I can do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can. You know, and then we have, you know, the other approach where someone's like, oh, I know. So how do I, how do I fix that problem? If you look at me and you ask my advice and you say, what can I have for breakfast? I look at you and go, how old are you? And you say, 45. I'm like, okay, now I've got to go into your head you tell me what you can have for breakfast. And it's all of a sudden you know. Do you know what I mean? So if someone asks me what to I eat for breakfast, it's only really a couple of things and, and they kind of cycle a little bit. So I mean, porridge and peanut butter will be there. It's quick and easy. Um, eggs will be uh, probably the most. 
um, eggs and salmon or eggs, salmon and feta cheese or an omelette or eggs and a bit of beef. Um, after that, smoothie, coffee, eggs, coffee. I mean, it's kind of like the same. It's kind of really the same. I really like having scrambled eggs and feta cheese and the salt and I think it's nice. Um, I don't like to like have a massive, massive breakfast before I go into the gym because I feel sluggish. So I kind of want other sugar and fat or protein and fat straight in. In the form of basically fruit and protein or uh, protein and fat itself. Um, so I could say to someone, you could have porridge. Oh, no, can't eat porridge. Okay, you can't eat porridge. All right. Could you eat... I don't want to hang around the breakfast cereals for too long. Maybe granola and yogurt. No, I can't do it. I hate yogurt. Right. Um, could you do... And this is me trying to suit that person, assuming they will not budge on anything else but cereal. Oh, uh, Weedabix? Oh, just about. Just about, right? Um, could I put some fruit in there? Oh, do I have to go and buy fruit? Well, unless you're growing fruit out of the fridge. Yeah, you will. Oh, it's a lot of work, isn't it? Now, at this stage, at this stage, we go, okay, have two Weedabix. And a cup of tea. And the person goes, Great, I can do that. So, do you see what's happening there? There's a haggle. There's an agreement happening. Forward and backwards. So, I ring the person five days later. Good morning. Oh, how are you? Am I meeting you this morning? No. No, no, no. No. Did you have your Weebix? Ah, oh, I haven't been eating them. Right. Right, so I have to do something now. Now I have to act. Because. Yeah, where are we going with this? Lunchtime. What can I have for lunch? Go into your head. You tell me. Uh, well, there's a centre, there's a spa, there's a healthy food place, there's a... I can, I can make me lunch. Oh, I don't want to eat lunch. I can't cook. You can't cook. What age are you? 38. At 38, you can't cook. Let's learn how to cook. Oh, it's a lot of work. So this goes on, this goes on, this goes on, and we end up with something like a can of tuna and a microwave bag of rice and some saladly bits and bobs from his local deli and maybe some sort of sauce on the side of it. So we can have some like protein, carbohydrates and vitamins and minerals, maybe some fats in there, a bit of feta cheese in there or something. And then we go, okay, during the day, are you prone to have, like, would you normally have a snack? Yeah, would you? What would you have? Um, I would have uh, two packets of crisps and Lucasade. Okay, so we're gonna go up with a number of calories, and we're gonna say it doesn't matter what you have for the time being. That is, because if you don't get your way, you'll stop seeing results. If you stop seeing results, you get demotivated. You think I'm a con artist or I'm unfair. So let's give you a 400 calorie window. So you can have anything you want. Assume you're not like you know, diabetic type two. I've got any problems. And they go, really? What can I have? I don't know, man. Have uh, a Snickers. What can I have a Snickers? You'll tell me what I can have a Snickers. I'm all of a sudden the best parents around the world. Now, so far, where I, right? Now, I know I changed people there, went from like in the 40s to 30s, but if you just speak in these two people and look at the diet so far, it's been two Weedabix, a tuna salad, and a Snickers. Okay? So, and then I say, well, what's the water? Like, oh man, I can't do water. Fizzy water, sparkling water, do any fucking form of, uh, form of water. Uh, like, right, can you have three glasses of water today, please? 
I think I can just about manage that. Right. But I hate to taste the water. Of course you do. Because you were given Capri Suns and you're a baby. Right, so we've got three glasses of water in now. We're doing well. Dinner time. Oh man. Dinner could be anything. You're right, it really could. So how about we kind of set some rules here for this. So you can have your pizza once a week. Yay, lovely. Um, but let's, uh, and you hate cooking. Yeah man, can't stand cooking. Right, so we need something that's easy and idiot proof. No offense, but your, your culinary skills are really terrible. So let's look at doing, do you reckon you could boil a big pot of pasta? Yeah, I like pasta, great. Do you reckon you could take, say, we'll, we'll just use two tablespoons of a, of a, a normal popular sauce, but we'll keep it, the serving size low because you won't eat the healthier sauce because you say it has no taste to it, so we'll keep the serving size low so we can control the calories. Right. And do you think we could maybe get meatballs or something? Yeah, I, I could do that. Right, grand. So we, we, we cook the meatballs as well. So he has a kind of basic pasta meatball dish. And we throw some green on there, like a bit of broccoli. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Grand. Is that it? Yeah, man, that's it. You'll now be shredded. So look, that's obviously not it. But if we look at what that is, now, they've had a breakfast. They've had some sleep. They have got something they enjoy, which is really important because placebo effect here is massive. Um, something they enjoy in the middle of the day. They're learning to put meals together. Okay, it's not fucking Gordon Ramsay stuff just yet. And then during the day, he gets to have a Snickers, so he goes to the vending machine, gets a bounty or something like that. I don't know, whatever it is. Ideally, I want to change that for the record, for clarity. I'm not condoning that, but you got to work what you're working with. So, then he goes home, and he says, Dolores, I'm going to lead and cook dinner. I'm having pasta and meatballs. She's delighted. Over the moon. She gets to watch the soaps now. So, even though this might sound a bit funny, these are real conversations, and this really happens. You know? Your diet is supposed to make you healthier. However, it's abundantly clear that a lot of people just want to get here's that word again skinnier quicker and find the fastest way while still having you know chocolate and pizza and donuts and crisps and all that like if that was the case man if that was the case like wouldn't that wouldn't we have evolved eating food like that like wouldn't everybody be just walking around shredded drinking pints it just doesn't happen you know so what we have to do is then go a step over time and go a step further we got to come away from that easy, just not really super nutritious, just quick cereal in the mornings. Or we got to add some more uh, nourishment to it. we got to add berries in there. we got to add stuff to it. Because you need to get healthier. And over time, we are training. The demands on your body are greater and greater. Particularly when it comes to recovery. Because you'll find yourself, and this will happen to you. There's one day you will not be able to stop eating. You'll be on this kind of quote-unquote diet for a while and you'll be eating and eating and eating and eating and you'll wake up one day and go, I actually lost weight. But I've been eating more. And that's where you'll say, yeah, yeah, it's starting to happen now. Yeah, you're starting to deplete carbohydrates and bring in carbohydrates again. Blah, 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 blah. So what does that mean? Well, there is certain things about your diet you have to understand. Like, this is, needs to go in. 
Now, everybody at the moment is trying to jump on the bandwagon of, of the health and fitness industry and say, oh yeah, we can supply healthy meals and blah, 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 blah. All well and good. If that gets you out of a pickle, great. But you need to be able to cook for yourself. And you need to be able to look at a plate of food and go, what is that? Where is the energy? Where is the cellular repair? Where is nutrients? It's real simple. You know, I try to use meals that it's so easy to measure for the person. And when we build on it and we mix it up, we get more fancier and fancier and fancier. And next they're having like, you know, white wine and mussels for dinner. That's, that's the higher end. White wine sauce, I should say. You know, we I want people eating a massive variety of foods. I want them, you know, really experimenting. I'm like, try the vegan thing if you want. Try the vegetarian if you want. I don't think it's going to work out that well for you in the end. Now, some people just don't, don't like the texture of, of meats. That, that, I get that. For a long time, I couldn't stand mushrooms. So I, I get it. Um, I love them now. But however, what are you going to do? And... Are you going to keep being that person that just does not want to do the obvious thing? Because, you know, it's going to be the effort you put in every single time. It has to be every day. Every single day. You know, children usually turn out as a result of their parents and their friends and so on and their social upbringings and stuff. But they usually do pretty their habits with food. Um... And it can go really against you. Because if you're forcing healthy food on someone and they hate it, and you keep forcing and forcing and forcing, they rebel. And they will rebel. And they should because you're forced to do something they don't want to do. So it needs to be introduced regularly and a choice given. And that's what I'm trying to give you here is a choice. You know, what do you want to do? Are you just chasing to look better because you want to boost your ego? Or are you genuinely interested in actually being feckin' healthy? Because it just so happens... That when you keep the calories under control and your foods are better, the body starts to look better anyway. Just does. Just just fucking does, you know? Um Like I don't think that day say it sounds too grim for the average person to you. Porridge or Weedabix in the morning, chewing a salad for lunch or whatever chicken or avocado, whatever you want to do, with some rice in there. Now you can replace that rice, put it something else. Excuse me, I'm yawning. Um you know Something in the afternoon, so you're not going crazy because your life is so hard, and then a dinner, a breakfast, lunch, dinner, control the calories during the day. Because I'll meet someone and I'll assess them straight away, I'll have a look at how they move, I'll have a look at the visible amount of fat in their body, and I'll ask them a question about vegetables or water, and I'll decide then why this person is. A fat loss and nutrition client. Or this person is a strength and mobility client. Like priority for for the next say three months that they're on this until I, I see changes. You know, and you want to graduate to the next level, ideally. What I mean by that? Well, when you've solved the internal battle of fat loss, you're on what's called maintenance now i.e. the holy grail, i.e. self-control. And you're finished fat loss. And you're finished fat loss, you're finished it, it's such a relief because you know that person can come back. Now, you might put on a couple of pounds here and there, but not a couple of stone or kilos. 
you know, someone gains eight kilos. I'm like, you've obviously binged like crazy. I swear I haven't. I don't know what happened. I do. I really know what happened. Fucking binged. So, in order to prevent the binge, you must know what you as a person are like. You know, small little changes and celebrate the wins. Celebrate them. Be like, wow, I got a bottle of water in today. Like, you might have to do that right now. You might have to go, right, good on me. I got a bottle of water in. As condescending as this might sound and as pathetic as it might sound, um, this might be your starting point. Now, some people might hear that, that word pathetic and go, oh, you're too harsh. Oh, you shouldn't be calling people pathetic. I'm not calling anybody specifically pathetic, but I'm saying if we in 2019 can't manage to drink a bottle of water a day in this side of the world because of taste or whatever, it's fucking pathetic education and pathetic standards. Like, it's it's rock bottom low. Um, like, it's shit. It's terrible. Um, it just is, is, is the way it is. When it comes to dinners, you know, can we cook? Are we cooking? Are we buying our meals? Okay, we're buying them. Where are you buying them from? Is it fresh? Is it pre-made? Is it always takeaways? What are your children seeing? Are they seeing you cook? Can they cook? What's going on there? Are they used to always being fed with a takeaway? So what's their expectations of themselves later on in life? How's their life going to go? Is this the new normal? So there's a lot of things you got to think about that will make it harder for you ultimately at the end of the day, but also the next generation coming through. Um, the best diet advice is to work on it every day and to want to work on it. Like, I've had personal trainers say to me many times, I've actually had bodybuilding competitors say, I don't know how you diet all year round. And I looked at them and say, I, d- I don't, I just, I don't diet all year round. I just find it enjoyable to eat this way. You know, I just find it like, I, you know, if you want to call it percentages, about 90% we'll call it quote unquote clean and 10% maybe whatever, a couple of bars of chocolate, whatever. Or a McDonald's here and there. Now, a McDonald's is the most nutritious food on the planet. I know that. But, as a percentage, it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't really matter at all. You know, the 80-20%, for me it's not good enough. I strive for 100 every single day. And I work backwards. I don't go, all I have to do is 80. Because, if you like mapped your whole food out in front of you and worked out all the calories and then worked out the percentage of calories from the foods that were apparently in that 20% it's usually higher it's usually way higher so I enjoy the 100% method we'll call it just invented it right now and I, and I work backwards from there and I give myself a little score I'm like eh because I'm just automatically conscious of it because it makes me feel great Um, I love the taste of the food I love the colours on the plate. I love cooking. I love the smells. Um, I love that my body is getting good food to recover from. And I feel the difference when I don't. Um, I like now my digestive system is pretty easy to predict. Um, I like teaching my daughter to cook. I'm very proud seeing her eating a nice healthy meal. Um, it's, it's a very, very important part of my life. And... 
if it's not an important part of your life, it probably will never become one unless you take some steps in there. So as much as I can be kind of like rant off a little bit, you know, you might find this really hard. You might buy might be in a, in a situation where you're very stressed and food gives you a bit of comfort. I mean, have have a soup and a sandwich. Like I, I really mean that because you know, if you're following me on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that and you, you see some of my meals, like, I like eating the way I eat. I like eating, like, sweet potatoes and, and spinach and tomatoes and, and fresh meats and it tastes amazing and broccoli and greens and spring onion and kale and sprouts and lentils and peas and chickpeas and all that stuff and it just tastes amazing. I'll be some days I'll be caught off guard. I'll be in a long shift and work and I'll, okay, I'll get maybe, maybe I'll get, like, a, a salad close by or I'll get maybe a Spanish omelette or something like that or maybe get like a stir fry but I just find when I have a sandwich unless or a sandwich unless I um make a substantial like a big hearty meaty sandwich it doesn't really do anything for me you know if I have soup and like a wrap or something like that that's that's not too bad but still unless it's some fresh healthy vegetables and, and, and meats and stuff like that I feel still feel a bit a very Irish word geek when I eat that way. Um water. So <sighs> the water situation. You, you know, I don't really know what's gonna take you you you're gonna have to just start small millfuls, aim for glass for two a day, and then go from there. Now am I telling people just have a two glass of water a day? absolutely not it's relative to your height and weight but stop looking to see oh you know what's my optimal fluid intake for a 95 kilo male i'm like i don't know i i really and any any statistics we have are shit because your day changes every day you're not the same temperature every day with your training sessions you don't sweat the same like it's different as a guideline Two liters, but if you have a liter one day and three liters next day and two liters day after that, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be okay, man. Like we don't know these things. There is, I know there's gonna be a chart out there somewhere, someone thought up as a, as a guideline, but that chart is very easy beatable. Just that person now just one hot yoga class and changes everything, or they left their jumper on while they're training, changes everything. You know, or they've had too many coffees that day, changes everything. So it's it just. You're going to have to just implement it. You know, um, if we look at, say, healthy fats. So, some people like eggs. I don't like meat. I don't like salmon. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like. I'm like, okay. We know as a child then, when you went, eh. You were just, okay, don't give them that. Give them something else. You know, you might have to let yourself go hungry. I remember my little girl one day. She wouldn't eat broccoli, you know. She used to always eat broccoli. And she was four and she decided to, you know, stand up for herself. I'm not eating broccoli. I'm like, okay, no dinner. Well, you can't. I really can. So, went to bed hungry, right? Guess what we had for breakfast? And guess what we had no problem eating for breakfast? We had eggs, pancakes and broccoli. And she gobbled it up. You know, when you're an adult and you don't have someone looking after you or setting the bar for you, it's very easy to dodge the hard work. 
if it comes to healthy fats or oily fish and stuff, like get some, get a good supplement in there, like an omega three, we, we, we are six and nine. We really need them in your diet. We do. We really need them. Um. So this is best diet advice. It's about making consistent good choices and not making it too hard on yourself that you're gonna fail. Because, you know, if I go into Spanish class and it's like halfway through the year and everybody's now, you know, speaking Spanish or whatever, and I go in as my first class, I'm gonna find it very daunting. This is the same. This is the same. Um to be able to look in the fridge and make what I call a fridge plate. Start doing that. That's a really valuable one. Start making fridge plates. You know, it's everyone's been there before. There's like half a packet of black pudding, spinach, maybe a bit of cheese, soup, half a can of Diet Coke, milk, and something else. You know what I mean? Like an empty fridge. You're like, what am I going to do here? Start thinking like that. Because, you know, a lot of populations in the world, they do not have the problems we have. I mean, do not have them. You know, a lot of what they eat is just basically just kind of like stir fries and vegetables and rice and beans and lentils and all these things. But we're so Americanized over here. And our taste buds have gone crazy. Um, and food in such abundance. Plus the likes of those those little new, like Mr. Price and Deals supermarkets. I mean, it's so cheap to buy all this sugary crap. And it's really not doing you good. You know, it's stressing you out. It's causing a hormonal dysfunction. It's affecting your sleep. It's affecting your mood. And it's not obvious to where it's coming from. It's really, really not. Um, I remember giving fighters this advice a couple of years ago. And they said, oh, I don't like that. Because once I have the right calories, my coach said, I can eat anything I want. Your coach should know better. Because we always should be aiming to get people to eat lean meats, vegetables, starches, fruits, things like this. And if they're vegetarian, let's respect that and go, okay, look, let's just get them some, get out from their different sources or vegan, whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, interestingly enough now, one of my clients, she's a nurse and she said, you know, right now babies are being born and the parents are being recommended to put them on iron supplements straight away because they're not being born with enough iron because mommy and daddy didn't eat well. Do you hear that? It's affecting generations. Like, eat some beans, some kidney beans and a steak frequently. Like, it's actually affecting the genetics of your child. And this is this is the thing, like this is you know, you you're setting somebody up for something they 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 never wanted. You know, and it could have been prevented. Now, in some aspects, we can say, oh, what's the proof there? Like, did he have the genes for whatever it is? But we know 50% from mom, 50% from dad um, equals baby. So this is really happening right now. Um, I'll leave his go, lads. I'll leave his go. But, you know, I think if it came down to it, if it really came down to life and death situation, you'd know the direction to go in. And that's the direction I want you to go in. And to not moan about it, to be like, this is my body, I own my body, I, I'm in control of what I put in my mouth every single day. And if I have a day where I have like 10 donuts, 
you're also not going to feel bad about that. You'll just get back to normal the next day. The 10 donuts can become the new normal. But every, every so often, not every so often because that's, you know, somebody might say every three days, but if it was every second week, if that happened, that would be the end of the world in the grand scheme of things. You know, we have to lower our standards of food to even strike up a conversation with someone who's looking to change because our levels of what's called strictness is too much for the average person because the average person's out of shape and eats terrible. So it's a tricky one to meander through um, people's preferences, emotional eating habits, beliefs. And then because food is such a private and personal thing, you know, and don't get me wrong, like, I have a busy, busy schedule, busy days, days are long, four o'clock in the morning, you know, it's up all day. There's some days where I go home and I'm like, I've eaten brilliantly all day. You know, it couldn't have gone better. Like, it literally couldn't have gone better. And I'm like, lovely, rub my hands together. Right, I'll pop on the PlayStation for half an hour with my brother and swords. And I'll have a bottle of Rice Krispies. You know what I mean? It's like... I'm sure someone, someone a person might go, do you know what, I'm going to open a packet of uh, Doritos now. or And that's called control. That's how it kind of should be. That's how it kind of, in my opinion, that's that's control. You know, that you, you use um, these foods in very, very small amounts. Um, that would be control. And, and like, bodies don't lie. It's the, it's the last thing, so I, I said I'd leave you go. It's a very country thing, isn't it? I'd leave you go there and out. Um, but bodies don't lie, you know? Like, your body is not lying to us. The reason why there's extra fat on there, it's the food you haven't used yet. It's extra calories. So you will not beat it by crash dieting, although you might see a drop in the scales quite fast. This is long-term self-development that's worth attaining because you'll be a stronger, better, healthier person for it. And if you don't want to be those things, I would spend longer on that and ask yourself, why do I not want to be a healthier version of myself? I would really spend longer on that one. I really think that one's true. Maybe write some stuff down, listen to a podcast, read a book. You know, I do stuff like that because what do I have to do to convince you that you deserve more from yourself? And that is really, I suppose, in a nutshell. How do I convince you? Knowing what you're like because you're an asshole and we're all assholes to some degree. We're all selfish, we're all needy, we've all got all these little things going on, we're all, we've all done things that aren't the best, we've all done things that are aren't in our best interest, but now we're all grown up, we're adults, and we're like, let's get a handle on this, and um, how do I convince you, that what you need to do, is in your best interests, how do I, get you to take those steps, baby steps first, and what can you do, to prove to me, you actually are taking those steps, without walking up to me, and saying, is a, chi- is a chickpea curry bad, um, you know, I'm like, did you have like, three bottles of wine this weekend, <gasps> yeah I did yeah, right, Right, let's, let's, let's do more squats. 
and, and farmers walks and we'll figure this out later so guys that's it um, I have a habit of rambling on but I try to keep my best there to the one point it's how I talk to people I don't want to go too scientific on stuff because there's no real point there's no real point just yet people I deal with if they do what we say it works every time you know am I going to have to eat some chicken rice and broccoli yeah man you really fucking might because that's maybe one meal you can't mess up Um, yeah healthy fats macronutrients proteins fruits and vegetables training conditioning carry some stuff pick some stuff up and put it back down again Give yourself a high five. Look yourself in the every morning. And go, I deserve better for myself. Um, guys, have a good day. I'm getting dry milk now. Need more water. Keep her lit.